0: welcome to episode 10 of Listen Closely. Two more to go. Two more to go. Now, just because we hit 12 doesn't mean we are done for the year. It's just 12 is a lot easier to handle than 365.
1: That is correct.
0: But we will still, well, it's not really 365 because we don't do it every day, but.
1: It's like once a week, so it's 52. So it's 52, 52. <laughs> yeah.
0: I might be just a little off, but that's fine. Um, Thank you so much for being patient with us. We had a lot of hiccups. uh, As some of you may know from previous episodes, we were working on the studio. So uh, we've had to move around, and we had some audio and technical difficulties. But we are fixing that, and hopefully this one will sound beautiful and amazing like it always kind of does.
1: So what's funny is I was talking to somebody today, Mm -hmm. and they said because of all the issues that we've had, that somebody doesn't want us to produce this podcast maybe it's somebody at the pines yeah maybe maybe
0: spoiler alert (laughs) we are talking about the pines theater yeah i mean i'm sure you knew if you uh followed all of my social media and speaking of social media i just want to real quickly say hi to all my uh new followers uh i actually just posted a question on one of the sites and got a whole bunch new followers so yeah. hi and welcome i hope you enjoy it and for all my true and loyal fans the ogs the ogs from the original very first episode a very couple first episodes hey hey thank you for continuing to support us and uh, like we said we are going to be talking about the pines theater here in silsby yeah so uh also before we get any further, I just want to real quickly say uh, thank you to the Save the Pines Project. You can find them on Facebook. It is literally Save the Pines Project. And we'll talk more about that later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Pines. So do you know how many movie theaters there have actually been here in Silsby? I actually do. All right.
1: So I'm going to start with the oldest. Or the, the newest to the oldest. Okay. So the newest one is obviously the Pines Theater. Right. Then before that, you had the Palace Theater. Mm-hmm. And then even before that, you had the Pastime Theater. Correct. Yeah.
0: And do you know two of the most notable managers that we had at the Pines?
1: So the one that everybody knows, the the one that we grew up with, would happen to be Mr. W.S. Rosser. Um, he was there when I was young um and then Mr. suet himself, who was the manager before um w s roster and actually was w s roster's boss at one time
0: right he hired w s right. at the age of fifteen right so that's actually kind of cool that you know he kind of passed the torch and yeah. uh, w s was actually just a regular cat like he wasn't yeah. hired specifically to run the pines. right. Um, I want to say he was just a regular, like, custodial—you know, well, like yeah. the all-around job. You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: yeah, he—he
0: he wasn't by no means. Uh, see, I think he worked as the projectionist in right. the projection room first, and then built his way up to manager, and then maintained yeah. that for a very long time until yeah. 2013 when he officially retired. I think it
1: was like, I want to say some. It was either like 50 or 60 years. It seemed like. Uh, I don't yeah, know. I don't maybe. know the exact. Maybe yeah, it was 45. So sure. I saw a, I saw a thing in the paper yeah. at one time talking about just him and how long he had been at the Pines. Right. Given that he was at the Pines for a long, long time. Yes. <laughs> like, um, and
0: that's that's the one that I definitely remember. Right. I didn't know the past one. But yes.
1: And if you were a kid and you went to the Pines Theater, you know, especially if you were one of those unruly kids, you knew who W.S. Rosser was. I'm uh. sure, like, any unruly
0: kid <laughs> would know who the manager was regardless, right. but... Right. Uh, so, just a little quick facts. The Pine Theater was built in 1948 by the Jefferson Amusement Company. The Pine Theater was built after the Palace Theater burnt down. Mm-hmm. The Palace Theater was actually the pastime theater. They just kind of renamed it and kind of revamped it just a little bit.
1: Right.
0: Which is why it had a short life, because it was an older building. Right. And had some problems. Uh, so it did burn down. It was across the street from where the theater stands now. So kind of in our location. Yeah. Somewhere in our general location here, uh, there was the Palace Theater. Right. Uh, the Pines Theater originally seated eleven hundred guests. Wow. Which is kind of crazy because it's a single screen. Yeah. Movie theater and honestly, it looks about the size of like a typical like. Uh, Cinemark Theater, like just one right, of those Right, yeah,
1: yeah, just a one one single room theater. Now, also, you know, you have to remember, though, it, it was also a stage theater at one time. So that's not like a big stage theater, but random yeah. plays and stuff like that. Vaudeville is what we called them back in the day. Um,
0: we called them like you back in your old days? No, uh, you
1: know what I mean. Like back in their day, they called them Vaudeville. Um, so you usually have a cast of five to six people, up on stage, and that same cast played numerous characters. Right. Um, So.
0: And because the theater was built in 1948, obviously we know that uh, there was during the segregation times. Correct. So actually up until 1967, the theater was divided, and the African-American customers had to enter from outside on a different door and sit in the balcony area only. Right. So. uh, Which
1: is funny because. That's actually the best seating in that house. It really is. Like, <laughs> like, I, I I'd many, rather sit up top than yeah. I would at the bottom. <laughs>
0: and, I mean, that. that's just, I, I like it. Right. Uh, after desegregation, the balcony was closed, and everyone sat in the lower level and came through the main entrance. Right. That was until the theater had to close in 2017 uh, due to a horrible storm, yeah. as we know as Harvey. Yeah and that's where we leave it with Harvey destroying it and the great people at Save the Pine Cedar and the Stillsby community trying to work together to reopen it.
1: Now, a couple years before that, uh, and this is when I worked there, uh, in between the transition, um, the theater was actually bought by a company called AMC, and Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've heard of that company. They are a major theater retail across the United States, Um, and they bought the theater And they actually, so when we were growing up, we got movies there, right? But the movies were always like two to three weeks after the premiere of the movie. Um, With AMC coming in, you were getting, I mean, they, they put a lot of work into it. They put a brand new digital projector in there. It had 3D capability. They had all the freshest movies when the premiere was. So they did a great job. It was just Hurricane Harvey wrecked it so much that, it was, hey, oh, yeah, you I'm going to sh- cut my losses, yeah. you know. Um, so, yeah, just to give you a little history on how that went. But anyways.
0: So we're going to get into a little bit of uh, the ghost stories.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, an old building. You figure are there ghost stories? You, you figure it's an old <laughs> building. There's got to be at least one. Yeah. Um, so there are a couple different ghost stories Uh. Real quickly, I want to mention that we found absolutely no paperwork on any of these. It is all hearsay, but I'm here for it. Right. So, the first one is that during the actual segregation times, there's two type of stories. One says a young child just simply fell off the balcony and passed away. Correct. And another one says that the child was actually pushed. Right. It doesn't say who exactly pushed him, whether it was another child, an adult, or you know, anything like that. So don't don't think we're spreading something.
1: Right. And but you also have you to understand, so when you go up on the balcony, that balcony to me is about what, what would you say, like probably two, waist height?
0: Two, three feet maybe. Yeah.
1: So I could understand how it would easily, how somebody would easily fall over it if they weren't being careful. Right. And um, as children
0: be children, they do like to right. run. And, you know, they happen to right. get a little carried away there. Yeah. Um, but that child is supposedly supposed to haunt the balcony area Yep. as well as, I think, some of the lower seating areas. I'm not too sure. Correct. Um, the next one is the projection booth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is said that a worker passed away inside the theater, inside the projection booth, and he still uh, haunts and or watches movies inside the booth, which, I mean, right now he does not because there's no movies being played, but he is said to have been there.
1: Right, and to add to that, so this wasn't me. I don't have this story, but another, a former employee uh, talked to me about this one day, and th- I don't know if they shared this with you, because I don't know if you talked to them, but they were talking to me when I was working there, and they said that one day they were closing up shop, and it was the past the final movie, and they walked down into the actual theater, and they turned off all the, the you know, tur- went up, locked the back door and everything, came back up. They were getting prepared to turn off the lights. And when they did, they heard something inside the theater. So they went back in to check it out, and there was a movie playing on the the on the screen. Uh, now, it was just like the commercial stuff, but it hmm. was funny because the projectionist at the time had turned the actual projection uh, off. So there was no way a movie could be playing Hmm. But that's their story. I don't know if it's true or not. Like I said, none of this was written down, so we're just going off what we have been told.
0: Right. So, and there have been plenty of ghost stories from both customers and employees, so this is where we're getting a lot of our, right. Uh, our accounts. Right. Um, the next one uh, was actually a message to me. It was from a worker. Mm-hmm. She said that she saw an old man around even after he died, which I'm assuming she's talking about W.S. But Possibly. an old man could be our very first manager of the Pines. Right. Because if it was before he died, right? I mean, it kind of makes sense.
1: Now, make the comment, that, and you made this comment uh, before, that both managers, neither one died inside the theater.
0: Right. Neither okay. one died there. They just put their heart and soul right. into it. Which is why it kind of makes sense that they're still looking after right. what they uh, managed for so long. Correct. Um, which, I mean, if I cared for something mm-hmm. that long, and I mean, I put my heart and soul into it, you can ask the families, uh, both families, say that uh, they love that theater.
1: Well, I know how I'm going to be haunted. Because <laughs> you put your heart and soul into me. Oh, Lord.
0: <laughs> uh, but anyways, back away from him. Uh both families agree that both men put everything that they had Correct. into the theater, and that was yes. their life. And so it makes sense that uh, they would want to check on the building, right. make sure that yeah. everybody's doing right by the building yeah. and what they did.
1: Make sure everybody's doing their job, too.
0: Right. She said that she did hear about the uh, the child ghost, but she had always had an uneasy feeling in the bathroom even before she worked there and heard the stories. So before she even heard the stories, before she even worked there, apparently she was just, you know, a regular customer. Right. Happened to go to the bathroom. Felt really uneasy. When she uh, did work there, though, on several occasions, she thought she saw someone walking behind her and standing somewhere when there was nobody. Mm. So that one doesn't really have a who is it person per se. It's just somebody's there. Like she felt that really uneasy feeling of I'm being watched. Right. Um, another one said basically the same thing. Uh, her mom also worked at the theater and she said that, uh, her mom had popcorn showing up in areas that she had already cleaned, as we Mm -hmm. all know, uh, but for each, because you know, they'll do the movies three or four times a day, depending on how long the movie is. Like you have to clean between the movies. So, So the mom would be cleaning that popcorn and then she'd turn around and there it is again.
1: So interesting enough. I'm going to give you a little foresight because if you haven't guessed yet, I actually worked at the Pines Theater. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know how they clean the popcorn?
0: A broom and a dustpan.
1: So that's that's one way. So in between in each movie. A vacuum? No. In between each movie, we'd have to what we call it spot clean, which mm-hmm. is we'd go through every row. We'd start at the back, go through every row, sweep up into a dustpan, all the popcorn and stuff like that. At the end of the night, they actually use a leaf blower. And they blow, they start at the back, and they blow everything all the way to the bottom. And then we get the big rolling trash cans, and we pick it up like that. Hmm. That way we don't miss anything. So, just a little side, you know, thing for y'all, if y'all didn't know how that worked.
0: The more you know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, this girl also uh, said that the stack machine, she was around that area, which, what is a stack machine? I'm, I don't know movie terms. Like is does it just a machine that stacks?
1: yeah, like it's it's the it's the cut machine
0: oh, okay, yeah, so she was near that and in the front and she heard yelling and/ or whispering saying, "Don't touch me and leave me alone. hmm so we don't we don't know who was yelling and or telling her to leave me alone or
1: well and I and I guess with that now that now that that's out, that could be an appropriate time for me to tell my little story on um, what happened to me. While I was working there. So, similar conversation. I was going back to check the back. Because every night we check the back two doors. Mm -hmm. Just to make sure that they're locked and nobody can get in. So, I go back there to check the back two doors. And this is... So, when you walk into the foyer, you go... Obviously, if you've been to the Pines Theater, you go into the foyer. Then you go into the main theater. Right. Um, And then past that, past the screen and everything, there's, you know, doors on each side for emergency exits. Um, Well... Went down there, and I heard something coming out of what I lovingly called the boiler room, which is a actual another room past that back door. Mm-hmm. So I walk in there to check it out. I got my mag light. I'm checking out everything, make sure everything's good. As I walk back there, I and I and I swear to this day it was real. All all I heard was somebody whisper in my ear, "Hey, boy," and. If free, and so I, I'm shining my flashlight, trying to figure out who said that. And there was nobody. There's nobody around. Hmm. As clear as day, it was said. And so me being a scaredy-cat I am, I decided to move with haste back up to the foyer. Now, so see, when,
0: when he says move with haste, <laughs> normally when he tells the story, he says he it took about five steps from him to get from the back of the theater to the front of the theater and that's right. out the door. That's right. Like, that's how quick. And if you've seen a picture of him, I don't know if I've posted any on my Facebooks yeah. or Instagrams or anything. I'm a big old boy. He's a big dude. Like, you yeah. think of, like, those big football guys, <laughs> like, you know, in those movies. That's that's basically his build. Like, he he's a big dude. So, for him to move that quick, and yeah. how old were you at the time?
1: Uh, I was around 22, 23.
0: All right. So, past your prime of yeah. the football maybe leagues. Maybe a little younger. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, like I had, around the prime, I had already but. gained
1: my, my – 60 pounds plus <laughs> from football so right i was sitting at around 280
0: 290 so big old
1: six foot no five i'm eleven. my yeah my license is not
0: <laughs> license is a lie
1: my license says six foot but i have realized that's with shoes on so i'm five we're counting it yeah but how
0: many people tell tell you to take off your shoes when they rate when they like get your height so I mean, we're true. counting it but six foot um, so back to some other things that these girls had mentioned, though, um, which yours is creepy, mm-hmm. but this one's also creepy. One of the girls said that, um, she occasionally saw a man that would dash across the balcony and disappear into the bathroom. Yes. And if you do not know, there are bathrooms in the actual balcony. There Again, is. during segregation, you had to have separate everything. Right. So there actually are bathrooms up there.
1: So, and in speaking with... Uh, a lady who we're not going to we're going to name any names, but in speaking with one of the ladies uh, who was a family member of one of the managers, she actually told us that that is something that her the the manager, Mister Suet, loved to do is actually stand on that balcony and overlook and watch the people watching the movie. Right. I mean, that's so, the best
0: place to make sure nobody's doing any funny business. Right. Like everybody's good. You know. Right. I mean, it's a good overview of. The so, theater and just the best seat.
1: It could be, you know. It's possible.
0: Uh, the girl who also had the mother working with her said that the mom heard a piano playing during the day when it should have been silent inside the theater.
1: See, that goes back to that vaudevillian type thing. Yeah. With a piano and... Huh, crazy.
0: So, I'm not... I don't know. Um, I've never experienced anything in there. Yeah. But, you know, during that time, I was basically a kid just trying to get some popcorn, a pickle. Yeah. And a movie.
1: Yeah. Like. And that's the crazy thing, you know, it, for for a theater, it was always a fun, enjoyable time. Because if y'all didn't know this, our theater for a long time was relatively cheaper than everybody else. So, oh, yeah. like, I remember, you know, even when AMC came in there, you could get a $3.50 movie. Or you could, and then back in the day when WS was there and stuff, I remember watching movies for a dollar, mm-hmm. like, and that's crazy considering. And I know we talked about this. What was the what was the money stuff as far as back in the day? I
0: want to say it was like five cents. It for. Was, I think
1: it was nine cents for children. Five and,
0: somewhere like yeah. ten cents for children, basically, and twenty five cents for an adult. Yeah,
1: that's see, that's that's insane. Um, but uh. But yeah, so, and and even, even that, and that was probably, you know, 40, 50 years before and now, and and then it was a dollar and then when AMC did it, like $3.50. Now for the premieres, obviously, they, they charge a little more, but, um, matinees were really awesome. I mean, you could get cheap popcorn and cheap drinks and it was a great theater to be grow up in. Like
0: back in the day, back in the good old days. Yeah. Now it's like, what's $8 we, for a matinees when we, what we paid. When we went recently. and saw Mortal
1: Kombat, I think it was like $8.50. Yeah, it was, that's for piece. the matinees. That's the cheaper, yeah.
0: cheaper prices is eight fifty And then you still have to pay full price for right. the popcorn and yeah. everything else, which is like eight bucks for a large drink. And right. Like, it's, it's bad. It's really, yeah. But, you know, hopefully we get our theater back and... We get this rolling. Absolutely. Because it, it means a whole lot to a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, there were a lot of first dates there, first kisses, first, mm-hmm. I mean, my first movie I watched was in there. It was actually Twister. Yeah. Funny enough, that was me and my dad. We went to go watch Twister.
1: I can't remember my first movie.
0: And, you know, another one that I remember is Titanic because, you know, my sister and my cousins crying because uh, Leonardo DiCap- DiCaprio was, you know, hanging and died and i thought don't it was let, hilarious don't
1: let go jack
0: and, and not him dying like him dying was not hilarious but their reaction to him yeah. dying and just crying and i was just like are y'all serious right now
1: all like, i'm it's, saying it's is fine. two people could have fit on that door
0: i mean two people could have, <laughs> comfortably
1: Gee, rose was being kind of selfish we're not gonna go <laughs> anyways but, yeah, so, it, and it was always enjoyable, and, and the people of Silsby enjoyed every minute of that right. theater, and and that's what I hope we get back to.
0: Right, because having it closed is, is it's just hurtful. Yes. And, I mean, now the whole country's kind of experienced that because of COVID. Right. All the theaters had to shut down. I mean, there was just a total lockdown, and we're just now getting our theaters back in right. the, in our areas. So, you kind of understand, like, once the theater's gone, like, it. You are kind of lost because you're like what what can I do I can't right. I can't do anything, and the theater here is like our main thing to do, right? Like you know if even on a hot day you're like well, let's just go watch this theater this movie. Well I've already seen it. yeah, but it's cool in
1: there, right? Well even and, and even that it's kind of to me you know I, and I've said this before it's kind of a guide back home because if you don't know we still have the real big uh, neon. Pine sign lit mm-hmm. up in the front, and I've 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 said this. This is you know, and it's been dubbed this before. The crown jewel of Silsby, Texas, because when you're you know you're home when you see those lights, right? Like, and luckily just,
0: we just got to see those lights turn back on. Yes, which I do have video of them turning on those lights after, whew, yeah, a while it's because of the the hurricane. Yeah. They were off for so long, and uh, I got video of it turning back on
1: and just for that you know i'd like to go ahead and give a shout out to the save the pines foundation to christy and sonya and reba and all the men and women who are putting the work in to make sure this theater gets back open to all the sponsors and supporters but guys the work's not done we got to keep going keep donating keep sharing those posts go to save the pines project and uh check those guys out man because they're always doing something to get our theater rebuilt right so
0: and we forgot because we've done this three or four times mm -hmm. we totally forgot to mention we went ghost hunting in there we did so uh yeah we we didn't spend the whole night because uh, i'm a little old and (laughs) have work and it just wasn't gonna happen right but we actually did get to go in and stay a couple hours in there um and we had one of our fine police officers Come with us, check out the building just to make sure that everything is safe, that we stay safe, and that we are undisturbed. And just in case the police get called because of flashlights, they would have already known because we told them, hey, we're going to be here, and we'll let you know when we're leaving. So that way they understand, like, okay, if we get a call, you know, at 4 o'clock in the morning, it is not me because I am asleep.
1: Right. And uh, we want to thank, you know, Silsby, police station for doing that for us um that was we usually try to do that every time we actually go on an adventure like that um but let's talk about the findings let's talk about what we so we
0: first off that was my first trip to the balcony so we Mm -hmm. went to the balcony which i was amazed because i was like oh my gosh i've never been up here like i've never seen that like if you're like me you never worked there you never you know you're on the younger age range it's like i will say under 30 or 35 i don't know like you never, like you knew there was a balcony, but and you knew it was closed, and they closed it because, uh, I always heard damage right. or unsafe. So, so I'm yeah. thinking like holes in the ground and stuff, no. and like it's a pretty solid floor.
1: It, it's a it's a pretty solid floor. There is some underneath structural issues, yeah. but so you can't have a lot of lot of people up there. But if two or three people go up there, they're fine. Yeah. Like- so we went
0: up there. Um, mind you, I had charged everything like days in advance to right. this so we go up there not a big deal you know kind of cool and i'm just in like shock because i haven't seen that yeah but then we go into the projection room in mm-hmm. the projection room i was like you know what it's gonna be a cool picture if i take a picture from the actual like projection standpoint of like you know i'm the camera like projecting out so i was gonna right. take a picture like that and i go to turn on my camera it's basically dead i turn yeah. it on like for five seconds and it's like ding, you're dead, bye. And it just quit. Right. So I was like, okay, let me try my other camera. Really low battery. Mm -hmm. I was like, what the heck? Like, I've charged these all day long. Yeah. For multiple days. Which? Brand new, fresh
1: batteries. As you know, and if you know anything about pulse and EMF and stuff like that, ghosts will actually draw energy from electronics in order to present themselves. So that could have been... A possible reason that your cameras were drained. I mean, um, maybe you never know.
0: Um, and then we went to underneath, mm-hmm. and because I've watched enough ghost uh, shows, yes, we did a spirit box off of my phone. I'm not saying they work, but I'm not saying yeah. they don't. And we did the um, uh, what she call calls it, voice out. recording, yeah, the voice recording, EMF, out, yeah. We, like, we, we try to cover everything that we could, yeah. everything that, you know, typical ghost hunters will do, we try to do that. Yeah. Um, at one point, y'all thought y'all heard something come across.
1: So, the EMF, you know, obviously with EMF, you check two things. Number one, you check the uh, electromagnetic field, but you also, ours actually also reached temperature. And so, the temperature didn't really vary much. It mm-hmm. stayed between 70 to 71 degrees in there the whole time it would drop and raise like that one degrees and then we were getting Um,
0: no emf readings at all correct
1: but when we did the ghost box now like i said this is not verifiable we don't know if we heard what we heard but what we heard was pretty dang convincible Mm -hmm. so at first i tried to do the little boy and or the child i
0: don't know if it ever said boy or girl oh yeah
1: the child and uh so, I called out to the child, and through that whole ordeal, we got no response. Um, and I mean,
0: and if you don't know a voice box, like, it's just radio waves that just flip at a right. certain speed. And it should right. be – it's so fast that you shouldn't be able to get one word. Right. Like, it flips – I don't remember how many channels per second, but yeah. – let's say like five channels per second. Like that's too quick to get an actual one worded response and for you to get a continuous, like same voice throughout all the channels. Right. That's why people think that's pretty,
1: Um, pretty good. And so we, uh, we then started calling out to the old managers and I asked the question, is there anybody in here who ran this theater? And as sure enough, I I picked up something over the voice box that basically what it sounded like was I did. And so I was like, okay, now we're getting somewhere. So then I asked another question, and usually at this point I'm asking this question to find out whether they're friendly or not. And so I asked the question, do you want us to leave? And at that point, the officer that was with us, I'm not going to name any names to protect the officer, but um, the officer that was actually with us, Heard something over the voice box, as I did, and he, the voice box literally said, get out. Um So, like I said, it's up to debate what we heard, Uh but. Yeah, because,
0: I mean, I heard, I heard something, and it sounded like a muffled, like, right, but, like, I, I don't know, I, I, I've. And I have the recordings, so, like, I can, you know, take them and yeah. snip out that part so we can kind of leave it to the viewers, but I don't know if I heard, like, yeah. a full sentence as they did, but it definitely did freak both of y'all
1: out. And so, obviously, I killed the investigation at that point because one of the things we do here is we always respect the dead, um, and if somebody tells us to leave, that's exactly what we do. So, um, Yeah. I mean, that's what we heard.
0: But then we we also during that investigation we also um, my father who is also pretty techie like right. like us he had one of those miniature projectors like a little handheld projector that's kind of cool by the way if you can yeah no free ads but you can buy it yeah in certain box retail locations right anyways um, he had that so he was actually shining that onto the screen which was. It, it kind of tugged at my heartstrings because that's the first time yeah. something had been, like, shined onto that screen right. since it closed. Yeah. So it kind of kind of tugged on me a little bit. But he did that. Unfortunately, we did not, like, have any movies or anything on it. So it was just, like, a no signal, you know, blank screen, or you know, your typical screen thing. But it's still really cool. And we tried to do that to, like, you know, if it was, like, say, the projectionist or, you know, maybe a child. Maybe they'd see, oh, like, you know. There's something playing. Let's go check it out. So we did do that. Um, Didn't really get anything other than me feeling really emotional. All of my feels. Yeah. Um, But yeah, then we we quickly left. We said thank you to the officer. Uh, Lock her up. And if you get any more calls, it's definitely not us. It could be a ghost. That's it. And then, you know, a couple days later, your uh, brother swore he, uh, which I'm not, which one I'm not going to say, but he swore he saw, like, something... It was either him or a friend. They said that they saw something, like, you know, through the doors. Yeah.
1: So, actually, no, um, Justin was driving by. Yeah. And he drove by the theater, and he could have swore he saw something come in between the doors of the theater. Mm-hmm. Like, and me personally, I actually called the cops out there a couple of days ago because I swore I saw the same thing. Uh, and because of it, it's been shut down for a while, you know, obviously they have had some... Um, problems with people getting into the theater and right. you know all that kind of stuff so uh they do random checks all throughout you know the week and stuff like that just to check on it make sure everything's still locked and locked up tight and everything but um but yeah so so like you don't even have to go
0: into the theater and you yeah. can still possibly see something
1: yeah i mean
0: so you know that's kind of so is it haunted um i don't know hmm I didn't really get any freaky. Actually, the one time I got that freaky uneasy feeling was during the day when we went. Right, because we went and scoped it out during the day, like when they're still kind of light. So me and you went, and yeah. like that point, I was like, "Yeah, I don't like this yeah. place. Like it's creepy. I don't know if it was this, the initial shock of the damage that was in there, right, or what it was." Because I've never felt anything in there. Right. Except for that point, I felt super creeped out at that one particular time. But when we went back during the night, I felt fine.
1: Yeah, like and
0: I, I didn't feel creeped out. I didn't feel nothing. So I don't know. Like, Again, I don't know if it was the initial shock of just seeing, you know, my memories of the old theater being beautiful and how it was, and then just seeing it like that. I don't know if it was that, or if there was something kind of creeping me out.
1: So, and and it's up for debate, and that's that's the big thing. Because I don't know if – I'm not going to sit here and tell you that something and, – and, and that goes with anything we do on the show. I want you to find out for yourself. I don't, I don't know if it's haunted or not. I know what has happened to me in my personal life, and I know what stories that we have heard from other people. But everything – and that's the thing about the spiritual side of things is everything is up for debate, you know? Right. So whether or not you see a ghost, whether or not you see an entity – that's completely up to, up to you and your perspective. Um, we're not going to tell you that it's haunted. We're going to tell you that this could possibly be some of the things that are going on from right. stories that we've heard. So anyways, so <clears throat> if you're asking me, me personally, yeah, I think it is. That's my personal opinion, though.
0: Right, and you, you experienced something yes. in there. Yes, because what I've experienced, Yeah. But we just want to ask our listeners: Yeah, um, have do you know any stories, or have you heard any stories? Have you experienced anything yourself? If you have, you can uh, send me the story. Doesn't matter that I've already covered it; I will tell your stories again because the pines is just one of those that we just need to keep talking about. Right. So definitely send me your information. You can follow me, and send me that information on so many things. Let me see: TikTok, Instagram. And Facebook, all at HTT Listen Closely. Super easy. Super easy. You, you, I mean, there should be no reason you can't find me. I'm not hiding. Um, then you can also email me, HTT Listen Closely, at gmail.com. There you go. And then you can message me if you want me to talk about the Pines again, or if you have maybe another story. I've actually had a couple people tell me different areas within this town, as well as other towns that are pretty close by, like, hey, you should cover this. So it's one of those like I, I go by what people tell me and what I research. Right. Unfortunately, research only takes me so far. With like the pines, I could not find anything on it. Right. Yeah. So I have to rely solely on people coming to me and telling me stories.
1: Yeah. And and yeah and so when in doing our research, we really didn't find a lot because obviously it's a one stage theater in a very small town, so um, you won't you won't see a lot about it. Um, but. The history is there. And maybe even the ghost. (laughs) So Maybe. uh, But, yeah. Anyways.
0: That's all we got.
1: That's all we got.
0: Anyways, thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you can only do one thing and one thing only, that's listen closely.